Hello and welcome to this feature episode of Grod and Garsman, where we will be talking about Warhammer Fest 2021 online. Indeed, we are your hosts, the Grot and the Guardsman, and uh, as Ben has said, we will be talking primarily about the most recent Warhammer Fest, uh, focusing on 40k, so pretty much sisters, without wishing to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, um, it might be worth mentioning um, what Warhammer Fest is. Usually this is a sort of a convention that takes place in Coventry at the Rico Arena. I love going there each year where possible. Obviously, we can't this year. <laughs> yeah, I've never been. It's really slightly miserable that as soon as we start this podcast, it's like, nope, you can't go to the main events. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. And obviously, I would have loved to give some sort of live commentary and things and walk around and show people what was going on there, but can't happen this year. So it'll have to wait till next year. And in the oh. meantime, at least we get something. Yes, at least they have tried to make some kind of an event out of this. Uh, so well done, GW, on that front. And uh, mm-hmm. they are still dutifully releasing. Well, quite a lot in this uh, this period. Yeah, in this period, there's certainly a lot. There's not maybe not as much as I'd hoped for today. When they were like, "Oh, you're going to get two big days of 40k releases," this one's been a little bit empty. It, <laughs> I think it's not. I don't think there's been a lack of content. I think it's just been very focused. It's been kind of a, fa- I guess, almost like a faction re-release. I guess, well, not really a re-release, but you know what I mean. It's been a lot focused into one faction. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, well, let's just crack on, right? Let's get straight into it. That and we will good. go through these in the order that they are in the article, not necessarily the order that they were released in the stream. If you want to read through the article with us, uh, you can see it in the same order as we talk about it. Let's look at this first. First release is this, a pretty gorgeous new model. This lovely lady, uh, Morven Val, the Abbas Sanctorum of the Adeptus Zeritas. So really- the High Abbas. Yes, indeed. This is the High Lord uh, representative for the Sisters of Battle, I believe. Mm-hmm. This is the Lord. And whoa, looking pretty cool there. It is a very nice model. It looks like a... I, I don't know what it is. I guess it's the shoulders. It looks like a miniature knight to me. It very much does, doesn't it? With a person in it, of, of course. But The, the shoulder pads in particular, uh, I know the icon's different, obviously, but they're very similar to a knight's shoulder pads. They are, and the way the arms are constructed, like that heavy bolter arm looks very, very similar to some kind of knight weapon. With the yeah, with the shield around it, it's very similar to a miniature knight. Except this one's kind of almost more it's 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 slightly got the walking cathedral vibe of like a Titan or other sisters bits that I like as well, and that's quite cool. Yeah, it is undoubtedly a very nice model. There is one slight complaint we have about it. Um <laughs> Yeah, may All as right. well mention our, uh, the bugbear. So when I look at it, overall, as a full miniature, it's amazing. But the proportions of the pilot, like the woman herself in the suit, seem really weird. She looks kind of like a badly proportioned teddy bear, and the head's kind of in the wrong place. I, <laughs> oh, I'm struggling to properly summarize my issues with it. Uh, but maybe, yeah, the head's... If you sort of drew a stick man inside the suit so you could see where her arms line up, she'd have like... A really, really insanely long neck, and yes. her arms connect like at a weird height on her, and like the just the pilot is kind of in the wrong place, and they doesn't line up very well. I think for me, the head is the main thing. It does, as you say, look like she's got a massive neck. The arms, they don't look like they're anatomically in the wrong place. It just looks like it's been badly designed around them. Mm. So like the shoulders are where I would imagine the shoulders would be. It's just the armor kind of really restricts the arm movement there. 
Yeah, it's almost like they or they probably did separately design arms and then just like stick them on where they fit instead of where <laughs> they should be. Yeah. Um, but I want to move on from that because it's such a small point about what is a lovely, gorgeous model and the, the law's very cool. She's there, she's leading the sisters in a crusade here. They're no longer sitting back defending like Trump. holy worlds. It's time to go and kick some butt. The, the yep. sisters are really out for some vengeance and they're going to push forwards the Indomitus Crusade. Yep, the High Lord and... was sick of having a crap model line and decided to push out and get new new models for the Emperor. <laughs> He's like, yeah, bam, full new plastic line last year, continuing it this year with some gorgeous new stuff. It is phenomenal. I've got to be honest, I'm just going to say this before we move on. I'm kind of halfway tempted to start a sister's army. They're just cool. I've honestly wanted at least a few sisters so I can accurately represent the Imperium for a while now. And the more and more gorgeous things like this they get, the more tempting it becomes. <laughs> yeah, law-wise, I think it'd really work for me because I've got my uh, Templar's successor army. So I think they'd go mm, true. The most pious warriors. Oh, yes. Religious zealots on all fronts. Hell yeah. I think, what do you reckon rules-wise? I think she'll be pretty on par with a Dreadnought, but with a more support role. Well, she's going to be a character, definitely, um, wounds-wise. I think it was announced that she'll be <clears throat> a character and untargetable. Yeah. So she'll be like eight wounds. I was going to say, they've mentioned that wounds-wise they're going to be in that sweet spot where they're high enough that she's durable as heck, but she's not going to be targetable. Still a character, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. nice. Um, I think she's going to have some kind of an in involved save. Um, they mentioned... Four up in them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe a five. Nah, I'm gonna go with four. It's a high lord. True. Um, yeah, three up armor, four up in bomb. They're gonna have some. Th she's gonna have some kind of special rule that halves incoming damage. Uh, that, was, that was in the stream, which you was it, which you claimed. Oh, I must have. Uh, oh, I did absolutely watch the stream. Uh, I must have missed out on that point. Half income damage. That is horrific. Yep. So, oh boy, snipers, last cannons, anything with multi damage is gonna really hurt against this. Um, or isn't going to hurt. isn't going to hurt as bad, yeah. Yeah, uh, when I said that, I meant like it's really not going to... Never mind, I know what I meant. Uh, it's not going to do. <laughs> she will hurt against those things, yeah. Yes, there we go. Other One thing I, I really, I'm really happy that you get a helmet option with her. I was about to mention that, yes. Mm -hmm. I really quick, don't like it when... Quick bolt in the head and it would all be over is, is, an, is a problem with many, many good models. But in this case, you can give her the helmet. So. Yes, uh, yeah, it would be as amusing as it would be to have one of the High Lords taken out by like a scrub with a las gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scrub rebel with a las gun just pops the High Lord. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't feel good. So and I'm... her helmet like is in very much in the system style, but has like some feathers, a laurel type thing around it's it. It's difficult to quite make out from one picture, but it is lovely. Yes, it does have some kind of laurels of command or whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. It's a very nice helmet, actually. Generally speaking, it's just gorgeous. Yep. <laughs> and also, something I will mention just before we move on, the Heavy Bolter going to be, I think, the first I've ever heard of, a Mastercrafted Heavy Bolter. Yeah. I think you're right. Mastercrafted is not something that I've necessarily... You see Mastercrafted everywhere, but on a Heavy Bolter, it's like, hmm. I've never heard of that. Power Spear? I don't know what it's going to be like. Big and... Um, she'll have... I reckon it'll be a dual attack profile where you can sweep or stab. Okay. Uh, and she'll she'll wreck things, no doubt. It says that she can go toe to toe with some big stuff like a Baden and Silent King. So nasty. Very nice <laughs> to see this thing uh, kicking Abaddon's ass. 
Not that it's difficult to kick Abaddon's ass, but you know. Abaddon's actually quite scary. I don't know. Like, on the tabletop, maybe, but lore wise. I mean, lore wise, Abaddon's absolutely awesome. He just shreds everyone in the Fall of Cadia, from what I remember. He's well, absolutely yeah. terrifying. In the how, how many Black Crusades did he have to do before he managed that? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's because they just they refuse to change the law, like others the the setting at all. I they know. can't have him win. Like <laughs> it get a bit stagnant, but it it did become a bit, you know, a bit ridiculous. At least he destroyed Cadia. That's better than his last twelve crusades, in which they just may as well have not happened. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Good old failed on the disappointment. Right, let's move on to <laughs> the... <laughs> right. the next um, two models. Yeah. So we've got Astrid Thurga and Agathe Dolan. And Astrid Thurga is the banner bearer we previously spoke about. With the very impressive banner. Yeah, she's great. She's cool. But we have already spoken about her. So I guess we may as well talk about the other model. Uh, uh, yes. Dolan. Uh, what do you reckon she is going to be? Because I cannot figure it out. Well, it says that um, it says that Thurga and her sisters of battle's deeds are recorded by said model, Agathe Dolan, um, and it looks a little like a Weird Vein Psyker, or it's like a small support character type role. I don't think she's necessarily a Psyker. Yeah, so she's, she's a scribe, I guess, then, of sorts. I'm just reading some of the uh, some of the article here, and it's, it's not giving me a huge amount in, of uh, knowledge into it, but it says on the she's... side, if Agathe... Oh, hang on. Yeah, that is the right one. Mm-hmm. Agatha yeah. Dolan plants a sacred standard at the right place and time. The tide of battle can be turned in an instant. So that's sounding like some kind of a morale boost, boost, I suppose. I guess the banners, yeah, the banner, like they're clearly like a morale team player pair. Yeah. So yeah, she's probably like a one-off effect that you sort of blam. Here's my banner, or not banner, sorry. Here's the star. She's going to have a good battlefield use of some sort. And, but I think it's also a lovely model, right? She's, she's a scribe, she's there to help out, and it looks good. Not Obviously not as nice as that gorgeous standard bearer, but no, still very nice and all together. Uh, but other than that, yes. I, <laughs> the haircut is not great, but... It would be very nice from a lore or a collecting point of view, having mm-hmm. those two models together. It makes sense. Yeah, if she was a really big character, or like even to an extent like a strong character to use alone, I would want them separately. However, I guess if they're like a pair that you always use together, it just makes sense for them to come together. Yeah, it'll be so. certainly be interesting to see how the duo kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not tons yeah. to say, but it's nice to see that that model's there. It looks great. Yep. Next, and we have the just quickly before we move on, I'm guessing she will have some kind of legit battlefield role because she is modelled with a bolt pistol. Quite nice, I guess. I suppose it is going to be some kind of usable uh, in the holster. Yeah, in the holster. Yeah, but um, yeah, she'll, she'll obviously have a weapon. It makes sense that you know, if you're going to the fight, you've got to have some kind of weapon. <laughs> and yeah. maybe the staff will have a bit of a pro- meaty profile itself. But... Yeah, but what I, what I meant is like she's going to have some kind of combat role. She's not going to be totally non-combat or like with grot gunners where they just kind of you can either have them there oh, or that they uh, may as well not exist. Yeah, I don't think she, I don't think she'll really be much of a combatant. I think you'll try and keep her away from the like very front to an extent, kind oh. of like other supporting characters. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's good to see that. Yeah, hopefully she can get tangled in a bit. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Dogmata. We... Let's move on to that. We previously reviewed the Dogmata when it was first announced, and it is a phenomenal model. It is a very nice model. I will agree with you there. She um, does look very cool. 
Yes. With her big bashing staff and like that mean gaze. It's just very good, isn't it? She's got a very pointy face. Uh, but other than that, there's not really. <laughs> we've already covered her. There's not. Yeah, a... we have already covered her. So she's basically a chaplain. She'll have some cool abilities to pull and support. Yeah, great model. Yeah. So. Yep. Not but, yeah, may as well. Yeah, like we said, there was there wasn't tons of actual new releases today. They're just sort of showing us the new sisters again in a lot of these cases. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a few so, extra models we've got to show on already. Yes, we have we have mentioned a couple of the new ones. So yeah, th- and again, they show us the Palatine that we've only a lot of people have got now, right from Piety and Pain, I think. Oh, of course. Um, yes. And we had a points and things, so we'll we'll pretty much skim over her again. We've already spoken about the Palatine, lovely model. Yeah. Right, so we move on to the Sacrosant. Mm-hmm. And we previously saw the halberd version of these, but in this case, we get to see the full unit with the mace loadout. Yes, mace and the pistol shield combo was on the. Uh, mm-hmm. I think yeah. yeah. That the, uh, well, hal- I think they, they're always going to get the pistol shields, and then you can either give them halberds or maces by the looks of things. Yeah, I really like how all of these models are looking. To be honest, um, what well, one thing I love is the head swap option. You can give them these hooded heads, and they're kind of like a bit more roguelike. Um, a bit more pious, maybe, or you can give them those helmets. Yes, put them a bit more sort of they stay in line and sort of blend in with your other sisters better and good as a whole. And I think they're both really good options. Yeah, I really like both. Uh, it depends how much you like painting faces, I guess. I really like the Sally's personally, but I am definitely not against those hoods. I do. They, they look like it, again. It very much gives them like the nun look. If you want angry mace nuns. <laughs> <laughs> then, the, then the then the hoods are fantastic, so, but I also love the, the helmets. Like I keep, I keep going on about the salads because they're lovely. Um, and this is going to be the maybe the, the case for me where it's the toughest decision because I really love both options. Yeah, there's nothing to stop you from running both. You can have mixed squads with either helms or the hoods. True, I could or just get two squads. Have a squad of maces and a squad of uh, halberds. Uh, we also see that you can get. It might just be on the leader, like the. The sergeant's equivalent. I forget what it is for sisters. Um, uh, yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah, it, uh, it shows that you can get a different pistol option. There's plasma and hand flamer example here, mm-hmm. but I, I suspect um, that's all they get. That's I don't think sisters have anything. It's maybe Volkite. Uh, no, Vol- probably not. <laughs> it's not really such a big thing um, in 40k, is it? It's unlike. I don't know if they'll get Inferno pistol. Probably, probably not. But, I mean, to the point is, you can change out that pistol option on the sergeant, and possibly on the rest of the squad. I don't think it actually mentions it. I reckon so for now... on the rest of the squad, because I'm guessing these are going to be elites. So I'm... Yes, it says they're bodyguards. They're elite Celestians that are bodyguards for important characters. So I personally think you are going to be able to switch them out on all of them. And they can perform heroic interventions, which is can tasty. Mm. I miss that. You could even, yeah, so if you put a unit of these guys near something that you don't want charged, it's like, oh, I'm probably not going to charge that shooter unit just because I'll get my face caved in with a mace. Yeah, that's not really desirable, is it? You, yeah, you certainly don't want to let these girls pile in and clobber you if that's avoidable. Yeah, exactly. But so... They're absolutely fantastic. We've already spoken about pretty much everything on them with the exception of these weapon swaps and head swaps and things, but... Yeah, God, they're amazing. So that's so a little. These are uh, just going to be power moles, basically. Yeah, yeah, power moles. A yep. squad of power moles with nice, durable shields and pistols, and all good. Cool, good, good tasty options. <laughs> uh, with heroic interventions and maybe something like you can't target characters at all, even with sniper weapons when they're nearby or something. 
That was Poss- something we saw on the Death Shroud, I think it was, Terminators. Um, yeah. So like a character escort protecting unit, maybe that sort of thing. Something that you just stick next to your characters to keep them alive a bit longer. Keep them safe, or like, yeah, like, or like I said, even another unit that you just want to keep alive isn't—it's not a bad idea because then it dissuades people from charging them. Yes, exactly. Very right, so, um, there's it also they spoke about the Paragon warsuits, and we see these more—the sort of the other sister dreadnought mech type unit that we saw before, and yep. we see some more options. Maybe I'm not sure if all these options we've quite seen before. Uh, I'm seeing. I I'm going to be honest. I can't really remember seeing these before probably have but yeah these were these were launched or we at least saw a picture of uh, definitely at least one of them and here we see that you can have multi-melter heavy flamer heavy bolter uh, and then in the close combat arm there's like these giant power sword or a ginormous power maul <laughs> and then yep. also up the top there's this i think that's a heavy bolter on one of them uh, um in the shoulders they, no they and all then, have those and oh, then it might be like rockets, a rocket yeah. rack or something in the shoulders of another one. I th- I don't know if that is a heavy flame or if that's going to be some kind of... Oh, it could be a heavy flame, I suppose. I was going to say it looks a bit assault cannon-y to me. Almost like a dual assault cannon. Well, I'm pretty sure it's a heavy flamer, but can't be certain until we're told. It is a little different. Uh, it's... Oh, no, here it's... Yeah, it does say here the warsuit's left arm is outfitted with a heavy bolter, heavy flamer, or multi-melter. So oh, yeah, I'm looking at it from wrong angle. Yeah. And the shoulder-mounted grenade launcher or pair of storm bolters. Okay, so it's storm bolters, not heavy bolters. Uh, oh, that's still going to be useful. But... <clears throat> still going to be useful, isn't it? And yeah, in melee, you get the giant sword or mace, which is awesome. And I'd love to paint one of those swords. That would also be very cool. They look very nice. But the real... Very nice. Are those bolt pistols modelled in holsters going to be usable? Well, I think that's for the pilot. Yes, I would expect it would be. I'm yeah, just... yeah. So the pilot can just, you know, whip that out. Um... If they get in combat, if they can just pop someone in the head or something. Also, yeah, you know, you can model them without pistols, and the pilot's kind of exposed in places. Or <laughs> I just, I keep imagining that someone just comes along and like just snips the cable to their hand, like, <laughs> and then like they just can't move the warsuit's arm any warsuit's arm anymore, and it's like, oh, so I just have a big suit of armor that can't move anymore. Great. <laughs> If Better wanna, get that pistol out. If I want to um, hit anything with this, I'm going to spin around really quickly. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, like obviously this is a stupid thing to bring up, but um, it's, it's a valid point. They do have a lot of exposed wires from a military. Yeah, there's a lot of exposed wires. Just looking at them, like if you're going to take fire, it's like, oof. Um, yeah. and you can give these girls helmets, but two of them are modelled without helmets, which I don't think is a great idea, to be honest. Yeah, we can get onto that another time. I think maybe for like the, just the aesthetic and grand look and showing off like an all-female army and various other different reasons, it's nice to have heads. Oh yeah, from a modelling from a modelling and inclusion mm-hmm. point of view, it's very nice. But from a military point of view, of course, it's helmet. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Also, before we move on, I will point out that they have those uh, knight-esque shoulder pads going well, on. Well, it's again. basically the that same. Yeah, it's the same the... same thing as the. As the High Abbess, yes, except that the High Abbess one is gold and more cathedral-like and more ornamented. Gold and more cathedral-like. <laughs> the best. It's best what you can expect from 40k, right? <laughs> and especially sisters. <laughs> Just make it more cathedral-like, and it's a sisters unit. <laughs> you don't go to church, church comes to you. <laughs> yep. And on that subject, here's the castigator bringing the church to you in a tank form. <laughs> now, this, I've got to say, Almost on the fence about this. It's I really, really like it, but there's a lot going on. Well, on do you this think model. it's just too detailed, or uh, I love it. I, I think all the details are really good in this. 
I really like it. Uh, it. It's very 40k. I just think for my taste, there's just too much. It's going very on. highly ornamented. Yeah, there's almost no like for a tank that has almost no like empty armor plates. Like everything has ornaments all over it and like special pretty details, which I really like. And especially from a painting point of view and Again, aesthetic point of view, I think it's good. Yeah, it's very nice. It's just for my taste, it is a bit busy. Mm. Um, but then again, I'm like quite utilitarian. Things, I guess if so... you're trying to paint models quickly, then there are all these little details you have to go and fill out. But Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I do like it. It's just, you know, not my taste. I think we might have seen all these loadout options before, mm. but you can obviously have either the castigated battle cannon or a twin auto cannon on it, which is good. But we'd already seen this. So I don't know if there's anything you want to add before we move on. Uh, not particularly. It just looks like a rust. Cross predator mix for yeah, the sisters. Have a much. main battle cannon on a predator. It is very pretty and all sister like and Would... suits suits the sort of sisters army fantastically. So Oh yeah, it very much suits the And sisters. then the sisters code Although... is obviously coming out with them, which is great. Hooray, sisters. <laughs> you should it's actually be able to play your sisters <laughs> when you get them. <laughs> so obviously we need a codex. That said, they are quite competitive at the moment without the codex. Not bad. So hopefully the nice codex place, is yeah. just gonna just gonna make them even Improved better. rules is always a good thing. Yes. Now they mentioned, can't remember exactly what they called them, but they mentioned some kind of prayer slash litany system in here or rites uh, or something like that. Yeah. I, I think he said, I think they said it's something along the lines of the bonus you get for having an army entirely of sisters. That's so the one. Yeah, it's kind of like a chapter tactic type deal where if your whole army is all sisters, then you get a, get a bonus for not mixing it yeah. up. Um, pretty standard for modern yeah, day 40k. All standard. So, and that was our new models, <laughs> which was two models there yeah. that we started with. Um, and <laughs> obviously, there's a couple of other things to announce that we'll move on to, but there wasn't tons of releases there. Uh, it's mainly just a recap and giving no, us a bit more detail on things we've seen before. If I'm honest, a touch disappointing for how much mm -hmm. they hyped it up, but we do have the other day of 40k releases coming. Absolutely. So we and, uh, might get more. I think that's stuff. Be all orc, and I am pleased about that. But anyway. <laughs> That's that very sad. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's stay on topic. Let's keep on going with our announcements at Warhammer Fest. Yes. So the next thing we have is the Warzone Char Charadon Act Two. Yeah, I wonder whether to pronounce that Charadon or Charadon. They meant they meant when they talked about it in the um, release. I think he pronounced it Charadon. Thing. I think he pronounced I, it Charadon. Yeah. Charadon, I'm yeah, gonna go. I, I wonder. And obviously, they spell Charadon differently. If they wanted that pronunciation in Sigma, maybe they're deliberately trying to avoid that pronunciation. So, uh, anyway, possible. we have the next book, and it, I think it mainly uh, builds on Typhus and his gang of Death Guard, which was sort of where it was going at the end of the first book, and also looks at Bellacor, who's just going to go and get the crap out of House Raven, by the looks of things. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Not surprise me. So Bellacore, we mentioned in one of our we did, and I know it's been a mess with him being unavailable due to supply chain issues, him not having rules for forty k yet and things. Um, but now it looks like that will hopefully be solved, and all his rules will be in this. Everything's good. There doesn't seem to be a whole ton yeah, in there. Apparently, the the law section of this is going to be cracking. There will be lots of fun new <laughs> bits of world to read up on and stuff. But there doesn't seem to be a whole yeah, time in the book. I reckon there'll be some kind of scenarios and whatnot to uh, play out on the tabletop, mm -hmm. but um, without reading it, I don't know. 
I'll admit um, this is the kind of that. thing that I I just don't end up buying because I don't necessarily agree with charging people like for a big hardback book every time they want the rules for a model. <laughs> yeah, I will I agree with that. GW could definitely improve on the way they release rules. Don't make me buy like this big hardback book for the sake of the two pages I wanted on my Bellicor model. That said, they could come out if they do a new Chaos Marine. Um, when they get around to, to doing a new Chaos Marine codex, they might release Bellicor model rules. Yeah, Bellicor yeah. rules um, in them. Yeah, so. For now, this is going to be only. Overall, if you're looking for everything in Caradron, it's good. There's probably a few bits in there that you'll like. Um, but until we really see what's in there, it's kind of difficult to say. There's, the article and yeah. what we had on the stream didn't really tell us that much about what's in there. It just kind of continues the story arc, I guess. Pretty much, it's just going to be yeah, carrying on where the looking, last book yeah, left looking off. at this conflict uh, with Metallica and the Death Guard, and then continue it. So Bellacor looks at House Raven while all their knights are away fighting elsewhere, and just thinks, mm, "Tasty snack." My <laughs> <laughs> wonder where would be a good idea to attack. Oh yes, over there. Yeah. So um, right. final the, thing. So uh, it's not really any new models, but it's kind of like consolidated a load of terrain pieces into the battle zone mechanicus in uh, the Charadon war zone thing. So basically, it's got all of the me previously existing mechanicus terrain pieces and a battle map and put them all into one handy box. Mm -hmm. So it'll be really, really good to get a decent amount of terrain and uh, all of your terrain will be in the same kind of style. I know this style. isn't necessarily a massive uh, deal in terms of 40k releases and things. However, for people that are looking to get a board going, this is really quite handy, right? It's nice. It's a nice thing to have, but it's not going to make or break the setting, mm -hmm. if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It's not a huge deal, unless you're already looking for a board and terrain, in which case it's probably handy. Yeah, I'm I will probably pick one of these up at some point, well, to be we, honest. We on the podcast uh, always... want to bring you guys, our viewers, some battle reports so we can show things off and get a better understanding and help you guys out more. And we obviously, for that, need some nice shiny tables. So maybe this could be one of our tables. Would you like to see us playing on this battle mat and with these terrain pieces? Let us know. And if there's Indeed, something else you'd like us... to see, if there are different battle boards you'd rather be watching us play games on, then let us know there instead. <laughs> Let us know what that is. Everyone likes good scenery options, and especially if this is a little bit cheaper, because obviously tables are very expensive. So if this is a nice, easy way for those people that can't afford big, expensive tables to get a good, good-looking game, then that's great. That would be very nice. Do you know if all of this stuff has gone on pre-order yet? I highly doubt it, as it was announced today. Okay, that makes sense. I'm just going to give that a quick check on GW's website. Yeah, usually it's not, it's not on the day of announcing that things are on pre-order. Yeah, it's not yeah, looking so like it. Um, keep our eyes peeled. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a decent price, but we are not promising anything. This is games work. Yeah, given we'll that all those bits now, are already so, available uh, separately, who knows what they'll do with it. But uh, we have a couple of last pieces to talk to you about, which weren't Warhammer Fest, but they are still news. These are articles from Warhammer Community since our last New segment, so we'll fill you in. I think both were... Oh, sorry, the, so one was yesterday, which was our new orc, and we'll talk about him. And the other was the rumor engine. Which would you like yep. to start with? Which? Uh, let's start with the orc. Why not? We'll start with uh, mm -hmm. the pain So this box. one surprised me. Uh, as what? you know, I've been really enthusiastic about the orcs, and I'm really hyped, and I can't wait for them. And it really surprised me that... So this was on day one of Warhammer Fest, Age of Sigma Day, which we didn't really cover because we're a 40k podcast. But 
I was surprised that they decided to go ahead and just release this 40k model in the week of Warhammer Fest, but not as part of Warhammer Fest. So that was why it took me by surprise. And I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this great new model now, but we've got it. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were expecting it to come out at some point, but it just kind of came yeah, out. Yeah, either today or Thursday, but I got it yesterday. Like, wow. That's yep, have a model. Oh, well, um, so let's talk about the model itself i guess to start with um he looks That's very cool he's obviously the one from the artwork with the squig blood bag and we were debating whether yep. he'd have a sort of um mechy element to him whether he does it with vehicles and things because he's obviously so augmented and mecked out but no he's just like a he's a pain boss so he's a bigger better pain boy and he's replaced his legs with bionic spring leg type Claws <laughs> thing. Well, they are, they are very similar to the legs that they've got on these squig. Yeah, it's, it's clearly things. so you can almost keep up with them. I guess the idea is he needs to be able to give so. medication on the move. <laughs> and the blood bag squig is awesome. The banner he's got on his shoulder is pretty awesome. Like in general, it's just a really great looking model. That snappy. It's not quite a power claw, is it? It's like a power snapper or something, whatever they want to call it. Uh, I think it I think will... it's a power snapper. Do you know if somewhere it is... in the article. Uh, I'll see if I can. Power snapper, yes, affectionately dubbed a power snapper. Towards the bottom, it says that. And I like the bag of like spare limb he's got on his back. <laughs> it's like, oh, if an orc loses a limb, <laughs> I've got a spare. Ha ha. I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, I think honest. that's that's pretty. That's awesome. all. And I'm very small detail here. I'd really like the uh, little grot he's got. That's... That he's just cut in half, stuck oh, a I think every on. single person I've spoken to loves the grot. Even oh, I, I would get this for the, yeah, for the grot. Yeah. I don't play all. Some, maybe some people would think it's a bit too cartoony with one wheel instead of a bottom half. But I, I think it's just he looks fantastic, doesn't he? And many people I know prefer the grot to the orc. <laughs> They're just like, oh, he looks amazing. He's clearly a medic with his big drill arm and his stupid face mask, and oh, it's just it's fantastic. My, my question would be, how did he get that face mask? Yeah, he's on? got one like sort of grabber claw and then a drill for the other arm. He has no arms. He's a nugget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, dra- the grabber claw can't get to his face. It doesn't have any that's strings. And um, it's a drill. drill. He's not going to put. I guess that's why he can't put it back up over his nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I think that, well, that means that this this pain boss cares so much about his little. He runty put the face mask on the grot. That, Aww. He carefully put the face mask on. He's got to protect his little grot. Yeah, they're buddies, of course. <laughs> um, disease or something. I think That's he's adorable. Great. He looks absolutely awesome. The grot and the dude. What is this model gonna be? Is it gonna be an HQ or so an Battlefield Rule? Pain Boys Elite. Pain Boys are currently elite, but yeah. he's called a boss. So I mm-hmm. guess we're. I'm sort of like fifty-fifty. Could be either. I'd say probably still a pain boy. Like, sorry, it's probably still an elite like the pain boy because the battlefield role yeah. by the looks of things is still primarily a support character. I know he's got this snappy claw, but I well, think I... it's... Uh, what's the exact wording? Just because I want to get this right. Uh... Listeners. It says... Right. It looks a little smaller and lighter than a normal power claw, which is probably a good thing because you don't want him to be less accurate. Right. So... It's yeah. it's not as heavily hitting as a war boss, or even like it's a power not, claw no. on the pain boy. Even 
So he's, I think he's dubbed like as I'd say he's faster because of those legs. He's deliberately designed to keep up with beast snaggy type things. So he can maybe, I don't know if he'll keep up with yep. the bikes and things like we'll find out, but he's faster. And it says he's mm-hmm. bigger and better wherever it was. Uh, oh man. Sorry. Um... He, so he develops a greater medical skill. So he's basically where are pain boys like a six up feel no pain? He might be like a five up or he might be better at healing characters. So you can never accidentally kill your war boss. It's along these lines. So he'll be a better support character and he'll be faster. So he seems to be that kind of support heavy role instead of quite killy, which the current pain boy, sure, he only has a six up save, but he is quite killy. Like he will snap things apart with his four attacks and a power claw. I'm trying to think of any HQ units that have some kind of healing healing ability are genuine. Yeah, they're all elite slots from what I am thinking of, like apothecaries it, it and really, it, the rest of them. Yeah, it could be a really interesting precedent if they put this guy in as an HQ choice because suddenly you'll have more supporting. Yeah, HQ I doubt choices. it. I mean like a big mech is a HQ choice, I guess. So it's possible. Like it's possible no, that he's gonna lead, but Well I suppose it yeah. remains. So I guess my guess it's one. still gonna be elite, but we'll find out. Yeah. I'll I'm gonna mention the head. We'll we'll because I'm still right. in, like I'm still on the fence about the head. I know people that love it and they're like, oh, he looks really cool. He's like super cyborgy. He's like replaced his whole head kind of deal or like armored it. I'm I think it looks a bit too Frankenstein-y. I guess it's, where it's you're too cylindrical. From, I know he's got like the iron jaw, but it looks like a it's just too cylindrical for me. I'm not i I'm not sure. There's not enough like in terms of facial features. The, the iron jaw doesn't really stand out enough as a jaw because it's just like the bottom of the cylinder. The shape doesn't really change as it goes upwards. Whereas on an orc head, the jaw stands out no. more because it's kind of separate from the orc head. In this case, it's just like still yeah. cylindrical, the bottom of a cylindrical head. Like it's just a bit, it all merges together. I don't really see enough facial features. Nothing stands out, if you get what I mean. See, I would like this on a different model. I don't think it looks very. Yeah, like maybe on a mech or, or something. Boy. I don't know. Like the, the previous well, Pain Boy, yeah, like, he was clearly like he had like this evil grimace. Like he's like a very menacing. Like hey, it's like he's genuinely like a torturous evil doctor. Whereas this guy, it, clearly, it's it's a yeah, it's a really good head. But like, there's no. I guess one of the things I really like is it's not a bad head. It just you can't get any emotion from a tin can. And so no, I wanted emotion no, exactly. out of the orc head. Like I wanted like more flavour to what he's thinking or feeling. But unfortunately, there's like the tiniest little isolates and like there's, there's like it, it, you struggle yeah. to be menacing when it's just like a chunk of iron. <laughs> Something I've actually been kind of wondering about this this whole line is a lot of the other orcs have been kind of going well back into almost feral orc territory. Oh, very orc. much so. Yeah, yeah. But this guy is a cyborg or a cyborg. That's very much going in the I'm, opposite direction. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad not, about it, because a lot of people were worried it's too AOS orky, it's not what we want from 40k orcs, all orcs should have a gun, like, that type type of deal. Yeah, it depends whether they're going to be supplementary to the normal orc line, they are, or if they're they going are to be gradually replaced. Yeah. In that case, I wouldn't have minded if they had some kind of feral orc base. Well, 40K orcs, I think it will really also wouldn't. become part, possibly quite dominant, because the models are new and pretty. So... <laughs> You don't well, just want people running like orcs without any guns and stuff. So I, but as we've seen, the boys still have sluggers and guns and things. So and yeah, like you say, this is very mechanized. So it's forty k. It's very far future still. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very grim dark. It is still very nice. So he's wicked. Um, let us know your opinion on him. And there's one final little thing that I'm going to mention. Um, like the previous article no. alluded to, this guy. So we could see him coming. The 
Um, the bottom of the article also says, here we go, we'll be back in two weeks with another report. It looks like we'll be checking in on a certain characterful orc with some funny ideas about Gretchen. So, uh, okay. Possibly? I mean, there was characterful Yeah, there was once like a sort of main Runtherd character that had a model, I think. He was like a... Oh, I haven't seen the model. Actually, no, I have seen the model fairly recently. It was on... It was in the... One of the tabletop battle battle report companies had someone on with a Grotgard Grot army, and one of his models was this orc that was converted, and he has like a snagger grabber. Was it Zod Zogrod Wartsnagger? Was that the one? Or Easily could be. I'm, I'm I'm struggling to remember, unfortunately. But he was he was basically just like a named runt herd, right? Oh man, that is it's ancient super ancient. Model. Like it's um, not been in the line for ages. It's it's a terrible model by modern standards. <laughs> yeah, no, that is the one. He's got a massive amount of yeah, yeah. He's a big beard. beardy or like a stupid yeah. old pose with a grabber, like a snagger claw. Very similar to actually one this grot's got, yeah. just older um, and probably bigger. But yeah, so like maybe yeah. it's a new version of him, or or Quite it's nice. just like a a runt herd, like another runt herd type character. Which I'm also going to say actually is a surprise because I've obviously done loads of thinking and looking into every little detail they put out as to what's going to be coming and. Runt herd, I hadn't really seen anything that said runt herd. I'd had suggestions of no, all sorts of different I... things, but not a runt herd. And that is fantastic because it's another kit that we can get. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, also, oh, run herds the... are obviously a really big deal in all society. Grots are such a big deal that it makes runt yes. herds necessary. And also, like, you're going to need like squig handlers and things. So maybe this is like a runt herder that can also handle squigs and things because squigs are coming into light more. So, so, and yeah, it could become a. Uh, sorry, a I, I don't even, even know if I said, but my point was that runt herds aren't really seen on the tabletop. They sort of, their rules got so minimalized. They were separated from the grots, so you, you don't take them as part of the unit. And they were a character that didn't really do anything. They were just like a worse war boss with no combat ability for almost as much. So no one took them. And I haven't really seen anyone put a run herd on the table forever. So now if run herds are sort of brought back into the light as a as they should be, as an important part of society, bam, there you go. That would be cool. It would be very nice. We'll look forward to seeing what that is going to be in two, two weeks. Two weeks is a bit of a surprise. I was wondering if they'd, uh, if they'd show us the whole orc line on Thursday. I would have expected that, but that might mean that they're not showing us the whole orc or the orcs. Yeah, it makes me wonder Thursday. if... I know uh, there was... There was some social media confirming that there will be orcs released in Warhammer Fest. But for all we know, that might have been it. Maybe it's not like, maybe, you know, they, they have been known to just take back on anything they say on social media and pretend they never said it. And I'm wondering, <laughs> quite possibly, will we just not get orc release in Warhammer Fest? Hopefully, we, we do. It's miserable. <laughs> I... Yes, that would be nice. Possibly, they'll just keep doing it every two weeks like this. So we will see, I guess. Yeah. Right, shall we move on to the final? Yeah, final I'll let you have your spiel about. on the room ranging because I think you've got like better and more to say about it than me. I've got a pretty good idea of what this is going to be, and I'll go through that. Well, now, so this is the room ranging for the fourth of May, which is when we are recording this. <laughs> for goodness' sake, I was about to read out the uh, generic room ranging thing. <laughs> no need to read here. Maybe I'd say just describe what you're looking at first, in case people don't have the article in front of them, and then. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, that's just going to be a pretty basic mistake. Anyway, what we've got here is we've got a backpack, what looks like some kind of explosive, and a reel of cable. 
I've seen a couple of things about this possibly being some kind of like new guard kit or maybe deathcore plastic or something like that. But I think this is going to be a gene stealer cult sapper or some kind of special weapon or grenade weapon for a new gene stealer cult model. Uh, the reason I think that is that doesn't look like military equipment to me. You've got a very round, chunky explosive charge. And then you've got a cable. If it was going to be Astra Militarum or something like that, they'd have some kind of remote explosive device. They're not going to use cables anymore. Um, whereas for things like mining, you're very, you know, you're very possibly going to see some kind of cable leading to the explosion. So yeah, in essence, that looks to me like appropriated mining gear again, which is very due to the culty and some kind of large explosive. So yeah, sapper. Good. That was a very winding way of saying I think it's going to be a dude with, a, with an explosive. <laughs> well, the reasoning's good. Point. Sometimes, like, giving those sort of reasons and understanding why you think these things is pretty helpful, pretty handy, uh, when, there's, when it's just a picture and we're trying to make the most out of it and trying to get an idea of what it shows and predict the future. <laughs> um, well, I, I'd say that it, I wouldn't necessarily rule it out being military equipment because, like, all tank buster bombs are circular like that. They're sort of a slap it on the side or something like it's yeah. it's possible. Uh, and I w- yeah, you're orcs. right. It is orcs, and that's not orky at all. So, orcs, orcs. standardised <laughs> military equipment do not go. I think you're right. I think I, I think you've basically been spot on. And I would not even be surprised if the previous rumor engine, where we had the little hand holding a controller like a, a detonator, was the oh, other hand that- on this dude. Oh, oh, a ah, hand see, I, I think I would be surprised because it's a totally different aesthetic. The previous one looked very elder. No, no, sorry, not not that. Elderly. The one the pr- before that, another room range. And if we go further back, there was the one that was just a hand uh, holding a like a a a box oh. with an antenna stick on it and a big red. Bu- oh, I say red, a big button in the middle. Um, <laughs> we, did, we talked about it on the podcast. I, you know, I on that one. I, I don't know talked about it. I just can't remember what it that was looks just, like now. Yeah, um, it was just a hand holding a detonator. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah. And oh. that would make sense. They're spoiling different parts of one model, maybe. Yes, found it. Yeah, that would make sense. But then why would they have the spool of cable? Maybe they're like that, stupid people at... that use oh. remote detonators and a cable. Or or maybe the cable is just like a backup. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, it could be, it could yeah, that's be an aesthetic choice. Yeah, I don't know. We'll We'll see. It's Regardless, best, it's fairly cool, and it line. could possibly be guard or something. Like for all we know, could be it could be. But some of these I, backwards I guard worlds, it. maybe they use mining gear or something as well. Who knows? Maybe, but unless they're going to start doing more guard lines other than Cadians, which would be cool, by the way. GW, we are waiting on that. regiment kits. So. Um, <laughs> unless they're going to do that, which I really can't see them doing in the near future. Um. It doesn't look Cadian. Yeah, no, basically. definitely. Or uh, it possibly, like, it would be a bit of a stretch, but not as much so as Gene Silicon. So there we go. That's our guess. All right. Well, yeah. um, that's pretty much all I have to say. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to mention. Um, it's pretty much everything that's come out today or mm-hmm. in the past couple Given of days. Given that it's Warhammer Fest uh, all week, pretty much, we will not be giving you a standard episode, but we will be giving you more short updates like this giving you all of the good well good news yeah all the goodness um tomorrow is black library so i will hopefully bring you out a 
short summary of the Black Library. And I think they said that there's going to be a 40k miniature based on a Black Library novel, which I love. We need oh. good characters. You mean like in line with the Eisenhorn? Exactly in line with the Eisenhorn. Uh, yep. Very cool. Very, very fluffy. Make models of characters we like. That's a brilliant thing to see. So I will do a short summary tomorrow uh, and we'll put that out as well of what comes up then, which will be another short one probably. Mm -hmm. I doubt there'll be many 40k miniatures, but we'll also discuss the book lines they release and things, the new novels. Uh, yeah, I think that's all about all we've got mm -hmm. for today then. It's, yeah, it's maybe not been quite as long as normal, but obviously uh, it's just a news update on today's goings on. So thank you very much for listening. It, yes, thank you very much. And we goodbye. will speak to you tomorrow.